ready then? Always. Okay. <clears throat> Apart from when I'm not. Okay. But are you now then? <laughs> I am. Yeah, I am. Okay, or am good. I? Or am I? Maybe I'm not. Oh my god, don't do this. But I am. I don't like this. Or am I? Why did I whisper that into the fucking podcast mic on my headphones? Fuck's sake. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Two Smoking Right Friends podcast, the podcast where two random nerds attempt to write their own Doctor Who movie. My name's Connor. And my name is Mr. Brad Pitt. Oh god, it's Brad Pitt this time. How high are you this time? So high. I say this time, but this is the first, technically this is the first guest we've ever had. We have a guest coming up on our bonus episode, which you guys are going to be so excited for. Yeah, I mean, I mean... Speaking of which, we've recorded a bonus episode that will be coming out later this week. Um, we have. So look yeah. forward to that. Oh, sorry, no, no, not with Brad Pitt. Not with you, not with you, Brad. I'm sorry. Um, oh, I'm Brad Pitt again. No, yeah, no. I mean, you know, I'm just the, with the divorce and. Well, that's know. a while ago now, wasn't it? No, I'm still feeling it, mate. You never, you never stop feeling the effects of it. So, what are you working on? Uh, what are you working on right now, Brad? I'm working on Bullet Train. Um, oh, it's, fuck it's, you are as well. I didn't think it was Mario did not until I said it. I couldn't remember. <laughs> um... Um, also... I also just typed in Brad Pritt, so you know you're, you're now you're now a glue stick. <laughs> Fair play. I mean, you know, in my life, I've always wanted to be a, a glue stick. I feel like ever since my role in Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I've never achieved anything. Oh well, you you you. Okay, no, you didn't lie. I was gonna say you're producing a couple of films before your next release. Yeah, exactly. But I'm gonna go now. Oh no, because... you're in the Lost City. You lied. You're in the Lost City. Oh fuck! I knew that as well. Um, yeah, fucking... come on, man. I fucking, I fucking work on it. Anyway, um, fuck. Um, I'm actually gonna go now. I completely, because, um, I completely. Before you go, before you go, I completely forgot you produced Minari. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm gonna go and do a little cry that I do every day because I miss Angelina Jolie so much. All right, so. All right, cool. You're one of my favorite actors. Thank you, and you're one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I've never acted in anything, but I appreciate it. You have. You actually. Um, you actually, oh, you haven't seen my university stuff. No, I have. Harry, you haven't seen me. Greed, have you? you? Yeah, you have. You, 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 you've played an, you had an amazing role in the first couple of minutes, and it's uh, you're my role model. All right, Brad Pitt so out. My drop. Next time, Just wanna... I'm gonna think of a better actor to do because I fucking know nothing about Brad Pitt. So he's so good. He was in. He produced Minari. He was in Ad Astra. He produced The King. He was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He produced The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Jesus. Yeah. He's produced so much. He hasn't he? Fucking like, hell. do you know the first Oscar he won was for producing? Was for best a uh, best film Oscar. Jesus. For Twelve Years a Slave. Fair play. Fair play to him. Um, because that won best. I think there was that that won best film, and that was his first Oscar. And that's so weird to think, isn't it? Yeah, it's very like, I, I, I remember reading that because I remember people being like, "Oh, he's been nominated for another Oscar," and I'm, and like people talking about, "Oh, how he'd won one before." And I'm like, "When has Brad Pitt won an Oscar? Was he won an Oscar for?" And I was looking through it and I'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh!" List of the yeah, list of awards. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, Best Picture for Twelve Years a Slave. Um... He's been nominated for three Best Picture awards. But then he won, obviously, his own personal well, for acting. He won his first acting Oscar for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but he's been nominated for three acting Oscars before that. Yeah. He's such a good actor. He is. he is a great actor. I fucking love the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, it's great. That film's so good. That's the I think that's the Tarantino film I've seen the most. I've only seen that the once. I've seen it three times. I think Pulp Fiction's Apart the from Pulp Fiction... Apart from Pulp Fiction, um, every I've only ever seen I've only seen every other Tarantino film once. Jesus, um, and I've seen well, he's only got nine. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but I've seen all of all of them. I've also seen every David Fincher film. <laughs> nice, and every Martin McDonough film, but that's only three. So I'm a bad guy. What? For, for reference, Martin McDonough directed in Bruges, Seven Psychopaths and Three Billboards Outside Edmond, Missouri. Yeah. He's meant to got have something else coming out that's going to have um, Colin Farrell and I think Brendan Gleeson. Oh. Reuniting the in Bruges team. 
Reuniting and it feels so good. Yeah, the production of the next film was announced in 2020, titled The Banshees of Inisherin. Inisherin, starring Brendan Gleeson, uh, Colin Farrell, Barry Keegan, and Kerry Condon. Hmm. That sounds. I mean, I like Barry Keegan, if that's how you say his last name. Keoghan. Is it Keoghan? I think it's Keoghan. I think it's Keoghan, yeah. Fucking Irish. Damn. Nothing against the Irish, it's just some some no, you said, weird no, to say. You said it, stick by it. Title of this episode, Connor Hates the Irish. Hey, if I wasn't allowed to name the last episode what I wanted to name it, I'm not <laughs> naming it that. Yeah, that's fair. I could have thrown you right under the bus and just named it that anyway, but I didn't. Yeah, no, and I respect that you didn't, because I would have been, I'd have been so angry. Or embarrassed. But it was the best title. It was, no, it was great. It was great. It was great. Moving on. Moving on. Um, we are back. I thought I would. I mean, I, I don't know if, if anybody wants to know the title, like DM me. But <laughs> yeah, fuck it. DM him. And I'll, um, I'll let you know, but um, I'm not going to just say it outright. Yeah. Well, look, we are back. We are back for another episode. As we mentioned last week. This episode, maybe maybe it might just be this episode, it might be a couple of episodes, we're going to focus a bit more on planning the third act of our Doctor Who movie. As I mean, it's to... all planning anyway. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... More but we need to of... really nail it. Like, we can't... Everything else, we've kind of had an idea of what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, like, we've had an idea of what... Yeah, we kind of have an idea, so it's not going to be too different to what we've done before. It just means we're not going to be planning out any explicit scenes. We might... We might come up with some good scene ideas. Technically, yeah. all this ending is like one big scene, but it's it's. I think if we were to write this, all the script we've got so far, it would be enough to fill up to the end of an act two. So we've got a kind of this will we've kind of got to spend half of what we've the time we've already spent. I think in a sense, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. So I get you. Basically, if we wanted to be equal in terms of writing time, because I think we, because we obviously we haven't started writing the script yet, obviously, but the script needs to be around 130 pages. Yep. For a full feature length. Um. And I don't think we would make that if we were to just throw in the ending here. So this needs to be an act three. Yes. Um. Maybe when we write the script, it'll feel longer. I also, I do feel like the film is very packed. Yeah, there is a lot in is, it. But it's weird. There's a lot in it, but there's also stuff early on where we, we need to like the opening stuff we wrote is not very good. Yeah. No. Yeah. So we would that needs to be expanded on. I think it at the time we weren't sure of what we were writing because it's a hard stuff. It's kind of the hard stuff to come up with, and then when we readdress it. You know, you don't finish something on a first draft, so, and we haven't even started the first draft. So this yeah, is the planning exactly. process. Exactly. We'll revise so, it. This could very much be the next few episodes. We we don't know. We're not we're not going to rush well, I mean, it or stress. It will definitely it. be more than it would. Yeah, it will definitely be. From this point on, we're now planning the third act. So yes. What what's going to happen in the third act? Fuck. <laughs> so we've just. So the last thing we've had is the thing is we know how it's going to start kind yeah. of um, we, we need to get we're getting the doctor and Alex to back to the museum. Maybe they're already in the museum. It doesn't matter. But we need to get them to the point in the museum they need to be in. Um, what if, what we're if... going to have them obviously we're going to have them entering when the just before the just as the TARDIS kind of returns. What if instead of figuring it out linear, in a linear way we know it's going to start. What if we figure out how we want the film to maybe end and then work out the middle after? The thing about that is you you kind of shouldn't plan in reverse because then it's easier to figure out where yeah. things are going. Yeah, no, yeah. Because okay. you've tracked backwards, so it's easier for the audience to track forwards. I think yeah. that's the reasoning. So it's better to take it one step at a time, write okay. it as if we don't know where we're getting to. We kind of know where it's ending anyway. We know yeah. the final confrontation. We know that it's going to be. We need past. We need present Davros to figure out that that's him from the future. Yeah. And that's going to shift the ending. In that's going to be the big shift towards the the the, 
the actual ending because that's where we're going to get the shift in David Rossellini in terms of him figuring out, oh, I'm, you know, before he's committed the, in quotes, atrocities, um, because we've already seen one outcome of him finding out too late. Yeah. Um, but well, kind of because we've we've we're still leave, we've let we've managed to leave it a little bit ambiguous as to who David Rossellini actually is. We know he can live a long time, and we know that Davros is manipulating him. Yep. The doctors figured it out in the story. Maybe some of the audience have figured it out. Maybe all the audience have figured it out. But we're trying to kind of write it as if nobody has. Because yeah. this is technically, and I think we could be a bit. This will be a bit more explicit when we're writing the script itself. This is more from Alex's perspective. So Alex yes. hasn't figured it out. Yes, I think you're right. So Alex does because in the when we did that last bit of future stuff, we never addressed that David Rossellini was Davros. We never addressed it. No, yes, yeah, so it needs to be addressed in the final act. No, it will be. There'll be in the showdown when the Doctor says tells him. The Doctor's like, "That's you, blah blah blah." But we need to figure out how that scene's going to play out. But we also need to figure out everything about this act. Fuck. Because this is the climax of your film. We can't half-ass this. Yeah, no, exactly. We need to take our time with it. Well, let's focus yeah. on... So let's focus on the act as a whole. For this episode, let's focus on... How does the act start? I mean, obviously, we know how it starts, but... but you know, they've just they've just transported back from the future. They've had that little conversation as they've, you know... Mm-hmm. Got back. The last thing we said yep. is he grabs her hand, they run. Well... Right. You said grab. You said grabs their hand. <laughs> um, I. Well, they start. The they they we, leave the. They leave the room. The last bit we had was um is, we wrote the. At least this doesn't have to be the very next scene, but when they return to that room of the museum where da- Davros and David are, it will be just as the TARDIS is returning, or just before the TARDIS returns. Yes. It will be. We we will play out part of that last the last time we saw, Davros and David Rossellini. Because it, it 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 brings the audience back to them to be like, oh, this is where we were with those characters when we last saw them. Yeah. Um, and it's been at this point, it would have felt like a while since we saw them. Tech, well, since we saw the these versions of the characters, we there's a big gap, obviously. Um, and this is where we would need to more go into depth into what their plan is as well. So yeah, we the idea is. Do we want to then, would that, from the last scene, do we want to cut to, would we want it to cut straight to the Doctor and Alex running in, not straight to it, but the end of that scene and then them running in, or do we want to give them obstacles before they get there? Um, Like when they get into the museum, maybe the security that are trying to stop them and, you know, not like action because Doctor Who's not an action-packed thing in that sense. The Doctor's not about to be John Wick. Um, or there's not, a, you know, you know what I mean. He's not about to start beating people up. I feel like past them. from an act point of view, there needs to be obstacles. But then I think from from our film's point of view, I don't know if there should be. Is there maybe? Um, I think we should have a. I don't know if it. I don't know where it will come yet. We'll figure out how the scene would start because again, we're not writing this scene by scene anyway. Really, we're just kind of planning what kind of things can happen in this act. Could we have? I think it would work. A scene where the Doctor and Alex end up in a room, a lab kind of thing, which shows what they're working on in terms of maybe a, the human Dalek thing we were talking about. Yeah. Like the doctor's like, oh my god, they're um, experimenting with humans. Or at first, Alex could be like, wait, these are humans that are being experimented on. What's going on? These are people. And then the doctor's like looking around and he's seeing stuff that's like, oh, oh no, I know what they're doing. Yeah, because it could be that they're this trying is... to make their way back to the, you know, to the, where they need to go. Because they like, come across. We haven't, fig- we haven't quite figured out that they're going back to the time war. Yeah, they. But this will lead the doctor to being like, wait, Davros is building forces like he's building an army again not maybe not an army but he's creating soldiers you know what i mean like because that's what the daleks are they're soldiers yeah because maybe maybe they come across security so they hide 
and like kind of back into a room, or they back into a you know trying to get yeah, away from a, security, and that's how they, they stumble can be like across a classic it. Doctor Who chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a classic. They're just running. It's a chase. They're just they're running, and then the Doctor's like in here, or Alex spots somewhere, and it's just like some. Well, it, again, it's it, the, well, I mean, the Doctor can open the door. It doesn't say it'll be a secure room. He's got a sonic screwdriver. He can open the door. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then that's, and then, but yeah, that's why I'm thinking though. But could that be after they've already interacted with the Davros, or? No, I think it should be before. I don't think the Davros interaction should now come until more towards the showdown. Yeah. Because I think, because I think, you know, if they've just confronted him in the future, but, going back to the past, confronts him, runs away again to confront him again, is a bit too back and forth. No, no, that is true. I get what you. No, I definitely get what you mean. I just the only reason I was thinking of doing it that way. The only reason I, don't, I think I think you're right, but um, the only reason I was thinking of that way is it at least gets Davros, the two Davros, back into it. You know, sooner. But no, I think it works that they don't see them yet. That they have to get there first. Yeah. It's strange. That's good, but it's time travel stuff. So I'm trying to think of like. How much time passes between the Doctor and Alex leaving and the TARDIS showing up? But we never explicitly say. Yeah, no, we don't say. Um, but it doesn't, so it doesn't matter. We could just say it's been a while, like an hour or two or something like that. So yeah, exactly. that gives us plenty of time to work with the Doctor and Alex getting back there. Yes. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm trying to... Hmm. Fuck, it's hard. hard. Yeah, it's really hard. No, it is. It? it is hard. That's that's why we we discuss things and we have the. That's why we have this podcast and that's why we talk to each other through the process and that's why we're recording it because it's an interesting process to listen to. Probably yeah, exactly. some people. I hope so. I mean, yeah, I certainly hope people are listening to us. No. <laughs> um. Hmm. Oh, that's what I wanted. Did I tell you? I think I know. I think I told you this before. I think Pete's. No, no, I didn't. Pete's world is now our most successful episode. <laughs> Is it really? According to the RSS stuff, yeah, it is. Holy shit! Which is mad. <laughs> How many? Oh, I'll and I think after. it is probably from the picture. Yeah. Like from people just clicking on it, being like, "What's this about? Is that is that Pete Tyler?" <laughs> Obviously, then the episode has nothing to do. It's a, it's a one-off line. <laughs> oh well, if you're new it's to a gag. Listen, if you're new listening, welcome. Yeah, if you're well, I mean, go back to the beginning first, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll ask you how many people after that'd be fuck, fair. But yeah, I saw it, I was like, Oh yeah, shit. I was looking at it being like, Oh wait, it's now the, the most successful episode. <laughs> oh, I love that. I fucking love that. <laughs> um but anyway, yeah. So, um Pete Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> so this is now this episode's now called The Return of Pete. <laughs> As it should be. Yeah. Rise of the Revenge of the Return of Pete. Rise of the Revenge of the Return of Pete. Um, the dog barking. That was the dog. I'm sorry if you can hear that. My, my. I heard it, so I'm sure the recording hears it. Yeah, no, I think the doorbell just went off. That's probably why. I, I was I was in the process of changing between my headphones to my actual phone, um, and then the dog barked. It was all. It was all. It was all very emotional. <laughs> um. Hmm. Fuck, it is just so hard, and it? it's so hard to because you you plan this all, and you well, you know, you spend weeks writing and planning, and now it's down to the final act. You have to try and find ways to wrap it up, and fucking hell, it's difficult. It's also it's different because we we can take as much time with this as we want as well. That's the thing. Um, and I I I mean, I know planning story stuff. I do it on a daily basis, basically, with my fan fiction. Fucking hell, I spent so much time on that thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it's hard. It is hard to plan, like, how you do things and that. And I'm glad that I'm good at figuring out things for my own stories, like, way in advance. <laughs> I'm good at being like, oh, I know every how everything's going to go down. I've just got to fill in little gaps. Right yeah. now, we've got to figure out kind of everything. Because we don't really know how it's all going to go down, but we know it needs to be climactic. Not in a massive way, not not Avengers Endgame climax, but it needs to serve the film well, and it needs to be Doctor Who. Yes, 
Um, and we've not done anything to set up any other sort of things that could happen, which I think is good. I think it's good that we've left it, that it is just the Doctor and Alex up against this threat. Yeah. yeah. Which we haven't really touched on so much of what the threat is. That's the problem. Um, yeah, I agree. But I also think there's no... There's nowhere really I would put the threat earlier in the film. Maybe we could, because I know not a lot of... I know we've not approached it this way with the film, but I know that Doctor Who stuff would maybe do it a little bit. We could have inserted a scene in the first act where where we're introduced to David Russell. Well, we already are introduced to him right at the beginning of the film. Yes. Like a cold, like, you know, like a cold open. But this... We could then have another scene later on where we're showing what he's up to, but then before we introduce Davros, you know, he could have a scene where he's talking to somebody in the shadows um, about working on this experiment. We could just mention an experiment earlier in the film to set up for this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We could then have a little couple of scenes where we're talking about an experiment in other parts of the film as well, like during the scene when they're angry at each other about the Doctor getting away. And to be fair, there can even be a scene like that in this final act, just because... Just because we're not going to well, no, have I'm... them encounter the no, Doctor what... and Alex yet. No, yeah, maybe, maybe, but the point of it wouldn't fit here because of how we lend, how we want to bring them back into it, yeah. unless we did it differently. I like the idea of bringing them back into it this specific way because they have the TARDIS and we don't want them to have the TARDIS in yeah. this final act. Like the point is, the the Doctor goes back in time to a point where he can stop them from ever getting his their hands on the TARDIS in the first place, like at all. Because we have it, they have a key, don't they? Yes. So, the Doctor's arrival in that scene will disrupt the whole process. It will disrupt disrupt what we've seen before. Yeah, yeah, I um, get you. If it makes sense, what I'm saying. No, it does, yeah. So, we would have the scene earlier on in the film. We can, but that doesn't need to be written. I've made a note anyway, but Davros Experiment is basically what I've mentioned, what I've written, um, and we'll mention it earlier in the film. Okay. We know um, we know in the final act that we want to have a scene with them coming across the experiment. Um, and I think during that scene is when it will click properly for the Doctor. Maybe he can start to explain it to Alex, possibly. And then we also... Um, well, he w- the point is, he already knows Davros is involved, so... Yeah. Um, I don't want to exp- him explaining anything to Alex in terms of oh by the way we're facing Davros he's creating these things and that other guy I don't want him to be like oh that other guy is Davros to Alex because we don't want that to be the when the reveal happens what if so I feel like even the doctor leaving Alex in the dark not completely is um, better what if that scene comes just before the showdown and the way they get back to the room with the TARDIS is they get captured by security who takes them to Ross, David and Davros. I don't know, because we've done them being captured by security already. Shit, yeah, we did. Um, or just one of them? We could have them being... Sp- I would say we could have them being split up. We have kind of already done that. I feel like... Oh, hmm. It is a matter of then, yeah. How do they get to that? Because that that's the that restricted area. Yeah. They can also they could they know they need to get to the restricted area. Wait, remember? So as I was gonna say, as the Doctor knows the TARDIS left them. Yep. They know because they they used the TARDIS already to get to the past. Yep. So the Doctor. He would know that's where they need to go to get the TARDIS. He would say, oh, no, he will be like, oh, I know exactly where the TARDIS would have gone. It would have gone back to its last destination. Yes. Like, I know when it left me there, I know that's what it was going to do. Like, he can say that I didn't realise it then. I realise now, because obviously then I wasn't really me. Now I'm me, blah, blah, blah. I know it's here. Yeah. I know where it is. We just need to get back to it. Yeah, exactly. And then obviously, as they're trying to get back to it, at this point... The guards know to look out for those two. And yeah. it could just be a matter of 
sees them and then they're just like you know security guards start chasing them and they run off through the holes and they're like we need to you know they, they can't get to where they need to get to obviously so they go in a different direction to try and hide somewhere they stumble upon they stumble upon the experiments a secret a secret room yep alex is like this this room it's secret it's locked they we can you've got your your thingy and he's like i do have my thingy um uses the thingy they get into that room and then alex is like what the fuck these Uh, are people this is awful yeah, I mean, it it, feel, it's, it doesn't sound great when we're doing it, talking like about least, it right no, now. No, but but like, we're, we're more kind of, we're on to something. So we're, we're just, we're just trying to figure we're, it out, yeah. We're figuring it out. They need to stumble upon the experiment while running away. Yep. From guards. And ultimately their goal is to get to the TARDIS. The Doctor can't let them have the TARDIS. Yeah. Because he kind of knows what Davros wants to do. I don't remember if we said it explicitly in the last scene, but did we have Davros saying that he's already changed the time war? I want to say we do, yeah. Did he say that? I'm going to quickly look back some shit. Um... Davros, no. I don't think he does, but we, we, I think it would, I don't know if it would work to have it there. Well, it probably does, but, um, yeah. Either way, the Doctor knows what Davros is going to do. He knows he wants, to, he knows that Davros went back and, ch- he's like, you know, I know Davros went back and changed the time war. Yeah. And he's like, that's a, you know, that's a fixed point in time. It needs to happen. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Because we've already, established that he, he has changed time he ha- yeah and we haven't really addressed that so maybe we do need to do that in the confrontation between the doctor and future davros Speak- actually no, that works i think we need that there when they when they have their conversation because we never wrote the conversation we just wrote notes um so yeah so maybe put, that in, put that in the notes that they need to yeah, address, we'll. we need to address how the time doctor- gets broken basically yeah davros needs to be like i changed everything yeah I like I changed it. I went back and I won. Bup, Simple bup, as. And the Doctor be like, "Wait, what do you mean you won?" Like, yeah. he's like, and Davros be like, "The time war." I went back into the time war, and I won. You know, it's like your kind. Tardis is they don't exist anymore, because I won. And the Doctor's like, "That's not possible." Yeah, because it's a fixed point in time. It's happened. And Davros would be like, "Well, I did it." Maybe the doctor can. Maybe the doctor in the third act can realize by doing this time is like splintering almost, or that could end up happening. That's why he's kind of like, we need to, we need to stop this one. This is why it's so urgent. We need to stop and reverse this because if we leave it any longer, time will just cave in on itself. Mm-hmm. And then that's then again. That's why we wanted to have the sequence. And then when he's like revealing to Davros, blah, 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 uh, the past Davros is like, that's the future Davros, and he's like. Because at this point, he doesn't really realise what Davros wants to do, because Davros has been blaming the Time Lords. Yes. Um, and Dad, past Davros has been like buying into it all. Yep. And then when the Doctor reveals, you are him, you're going to be him, you're going to create the Daleks, and you're going to fight in the Time War and lose. And that maybe, and also and that, maybe that's because, why he reveals it then. But no, because no, the point is, yeah, no, that, that could be where he reveals it and stuff like that. And then when he's saying to that, to past Davros, he's saying to him... That's going to be you. That's the point. That's a fixed point in history. You are going to be that. Like, you're going to create the Daleks. You're going to fight the Time War. You're going to be, you know, responsible for billions of deaths. But then he can also... And then, but then Davros is like... but, And then that's when the Doctor can kind of realise, wait, Davros changed time. Yeah. Right now, I'm talking... He could be kind of realising, wait... Time can be rewritten. Essentially, we're going to have one of those moments. He's the Doctor's going to realize in that moment that what he what happens in that moment will influence this future, this Davros. This will influence his future. Yeah. yeah. And then, then the Doctor will have his realization of wait, time can be rewritten. I can help you because Davros could the fast Davros could be like, I don't want that. I don't want to kill billions of people. No, yeah, exactly. You know? 
And then Doctor can that then that'll be when the Doctor like Davros will be like, no, that's not me. That's not who I am. I'm not. I'm not about to fight a war like past Davros can say. And then the Doctor will be like, well, that's what he wants you to do. That's his goal. And then, but then the Doctor will realize when past Davros is saying to him, I'm not that person. I don't want to do that. He then realizes that, wait, I have a chance to stop it. I have a chance to change it. And then that right comes into the whole thing of what we've already said, is that while the time of the war has happened for this Doctor, it doesn't have to happen for that Davros. Yes, 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 I like that. And it brings it breaks a little bit of kind of what Doctor Who does with its whole fixed points in times, which it's done a little bit anyway, obviously. Yeah. The series has gone out of its way to do that, especially with, like, when the, you know, the Doctor's like, I can... Time is mine. I can do what I want with it, bitch. The time little victorious, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we can... It's kind of like that, but in a more positive light. No, I like that. I genuinely in a way really of, like that. In a way of, oh wait, time... Time isn't fixed. It can be different for everyone. And because of, you know, being a Time Lord, he's so... He's out of it, obviously. He's different. And it's... You know, a learning point for the Doctor as well. Yeah, of course. Um, and I think that's that's ultimately. Again, it doesn't fill in gaps, but that's ultimately what happens in the third act. That's ultimately how the film ends. Mister Connor, I think you've just stumbled across a gold mine there. Well, the point is, I think we've had this idea already. We've spoken about this like throughout because I just pieced together everything we've spoken about throughout the entire podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it was just more of a case of, especially for this episode, it was just more of a case of I think we had to actually yeah. say it, to visualise it, to know exactly how it's piecing together. Yeah, I'm just going to make the note. So the Doctor and Davros need to talk about the time war and it being changed in the future. Uh, Doctor saying, you can't do that, that's a paradox. It's already happened. It's a fixed point. Davros says I've already done it. Already done it. I've won. Get Here we fucked. Are. Oh. <laughs> the Doctor... Fuck's sake. Doctor wants to change that. And it's also a point of like... In the Doctor's mind, he wants to get it back to the the status quo essentially he's like no i want to put things back the way they should be yeah um and then that's obviously he's gonna have the realization wait all these people can be saved then kind of thing you know he's like at first he's like i'm just gonna put it back the way it was like you know the tar no you know the Daleks and the time war time wars are all gone it's just me <laughs> and then when then it's but then it's the most unlikely person it's davros himself that makes the doctor see sense I like that. That's such a... Yeah, I really like Who'd that. Who'd have thought a fun fucking joke about there being two Davros in our film turns uh, into a really, really good, like, plot point. Right? Such a good plot point. Just because they're the same person physically, they're not the same person. Yeah. Because they've not had the same experiences. Yeah. And I think that's really good. I fucking love it. I really love it. The Doctor wants to change that. Put things back to the way they were. Then, when they are in the... Fuck off. Are in... In the present, the Doctor tells Davros, you're gonna kill everyone. That's what happened. That's what will happen. You know, that's what happened, that's what will happen. That's the time war. <laughs> yeah. That's my life. Then, past Davros will say, that's not who I am. I'm not a... I'm not a... Oh, what's the word? I'm not a villain. I'm a, I'm a scientist. <laughs> I'm not a villain. The doctor's gonna be doctor's gonna turn around and go, and you never have to be. Whatever. At the end, the doctor would be when he has his realization. At this point, he hasn't had it. Like, 
Yeah. He could say, um, yeah. But then the doctor, past life, would say, that's not who I am. I'm not a villain. I'm a scientist. I don't want to be responsible for the deaths of so many innocents, so many innocent lives. Mm. And the doctor will first say, but that's who you are. That's who he is, like, pointing at the other Davros. Yeah, then has his epiphany. And then Davros, past Davros, emotionally saying, but I don't want that. I'm not, you know, and then the Doctor could be like, yeah, and then the Doctor realises things can be different. And then he'll explain it to Alex at the end being like, so she'll be like, wait, so does that mean you're, you there wasn't a war? And the Doctor would be like, well, it's complicated. For me, yeah. it happened. For him, it won't. I, I still experienced it. That yeah. was my life. Like, I've still got all the... like, And a bit. he'll be like, does it mean that my people are now still out there? Yes. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, it's weird, but it, it works somehow. <laughs> That's when we should throw in wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Yeah. He'd be like, it's weird, but it works somehow. Out there in the, out there in the universe, my people... Are, are existing and Alex would be like well, what are you going to do next are you going to go find your people and the doctor would be like and then he could be like I don't know because the time was still very real for me I still lost people I love yeah I still lost everyone I cared about like so and I don't think that'll ever come back not now well he could it could be a matter of maybe he's like I just he needs to work on himself he's the kind of thing he's like I need to figure <laughs> things out it's not me it's you <laughs> Um, and then he could be like, I need to go, I'm going to go, you know, maybe I'll find my people, maybe, like maybe I'll find my people, maybe I'll stumble upon them again, but I need to take some time to just be me. Yeah. You know, I've just come back, essentially. I need to go be me, and then he could be like, it'd be nice to have a companion along the way. And Alex would be like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm sorry. I've Get seen... Fucked. No, not in, like, in a good way. She's like, oh, no, I can't. I'm so sorry. This is life. Is, this, yeah, this life isn't for me. I need to... This life I've really learned... isn't for me. I'm, I just started university. I need to... And I've learned that to... I'm more... I'm more than just... Um... And, I, yeah, and he's like... And, I, and she's just like, yeah, I, I, I would need to figure out Alex. We still need to figure out Alex a little bit. Yeah, I think so um, too. But I think I think it's good now we, we, we properly know the direction we're heading in. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, I can always go back and listen to what I said when I said it before, when I went, when I had the realisation saying it all, um, because I said better things than what I've written, but. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that kind of is the tone of the third act, which is just a matter of. so good. It's, yeah, it's just a matter of them filling in the gaps and how do we get to that point. And that'll, that'll, that'll happen as we plan it scene by scene as well. Yeah. Um. God, it's still complicated because it's not. It feels like it's it's not enough. We need to get some. I feel like there should be like some Daleks floating around shooting. Like when they're in the yeah, once they're in the lab, like maybe there's one like one or one or two already built built Daleks prototypes. Yeah, I definitely think I definitely like, think I definitely think especially when we do the scenes that there will be there will yeah. definitely be a confrontation with other Daleks as well and a form of big kind of dramatic. There needs to be something that ends with. Davros dying, I think maybe. Yeah, there will be a big dramatic moment, but, but I think I think we weren't we wouldn't have been able to plan that without without really yeah. realizing the tone and the direction of the final acts. Now we've got that, we can effectively plan the big dramatic moment. Could we have a just because we have no other characters who could do it? It's weird because if Davros dies. How? You know, what if, is it going to be the past version of him that kills himself? I generally think it should be like David should shoot him. Yeah, because it wouldn't be expected. It wouldn't. I mean, it would kind of would be, but like, because it, but it, it's maybe it's not because this is a different version. Yeah, but it should also be like, completely out of the blue. Like it should be in the middle of this dramatic 
speech and moment, and he literally. He's not the camera's not even on him. You just hear a gunshot, and he's just so shot. similar to the similar to last of the Time Lords. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking of anyway. Like, Cause, it's uh, yeah, because it would it would completely switch the moment as well. Yeah, and like, it would leave the Doctor maybe a little bit. Like, it was a little bit of. It leaves in his mind a bit, and it leaves in the audience's mind a bit that. Maybe the two Davros aren't so different after all. Yeah, and the Doctor would probably blame himself for the for the, the like. Yeah, Davros I think dying because he, he... talking to yeah talking to Alex. I think the Doctor would blame himself. Definitely, yeah. he'd be like, yeah, he's like, like he said, Davros, Davros didn't have to die. Yeah, and he'd go, would did I influence that moment? Was that was that me? Did I cause that to happen? Because he'd shoot Davros dead, but then what's he going to do? He can't exactly look older Davros up he's killed an no, alien he would, he's not we, killed a person the, no we have that thing where we, we uh, he's going to take older Davros back to Skara yeah so that, that you know all that happens and then as the Doctor and Alex say goodbye maybe that could be a part of their last conversation he goes do you you know was that me did w- did I influence this did, was this my fault am I am I you know um, as bad as them I think in that's sense? I think that's just that's I think that needs to be implied more than explicit because the doctor's not the kind of person to have those say those things at the end of a you know when like at the end of a story arc he doesn't start you know he he kind of keeps that to himself yeah and I think that needs to be implied okay but in like it would be more implied in performance when it, and, but I and feel like score I think as well but it needs to be like especially in the moment especially like i think once davros is dead i think that he would you definitely see it in like the performance like you would see it visually like represented with the way maybe he looks at the other davros but he's um and then that could also that can be one thing that can be said towards that is alex being like does that mean he won't do anything like and the doctor would be like i have to have 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 hope essentially well, that, could be, that could be the last thing he says to Alex. Yeah, that before she, be... he goes, she could be like, do you think that... Well, we already had... The, no, I don't know where we'd fit it, because the conversation... Did, she will already have the conversation about, does that mean your people are back? Yeah, and but no, then it could like, be... Yeah, it does. But... At the end of that, you know, you can go to say goodbye, and it'd be like, look, you know, it was nice to know you kind of thing. As he goes to Natasha, she can then ask that question. He can just look at her and just go, I have to have hope. Because that's what the Doctor mm. is. The Doctor is hope. He, you know, he carries it with him, so he can just look at her, faintly smile, and say, "I need to have, I have to have hope," and then slowly, you know, closes the TARDIS doors and and leaves. Yeah. And then, if we want to still have it, I feel like it could be gone now. At this point, we could he would do the tease that Davros has already been building Daleks, but I feel like we don't need that anymore. I, I feel, feel like, like that'd be a post-credit thing, if anything. Well, no, that's what we had planned for it anyway to be a post-credit thing, but I also feel like. It's better to not be there because yeah. the, what that would then do is, it, I mean, what that then does is it kind of says that oh wait, so he's still the same person, but I feel like leaving it more ambiguous is better. Yeah, and I like I like it. I kind of like it. Yeah, I like it how we've got it because it also implies that if this was to go on to be a series, a franchise of Doctor Who movies in the, this universe that it exists in, <laughs> um. It would imply that the time war would still happen. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we can have a post-credit scene or something completely different of where the Doctor's going next, kind of thing. Mhm. Yeah. All right. I like that. Just writing my final notes about things that I haven't written down yet. So, Doctor and Alex final scene talking about Time Lords. Um, Davros kills Davros. Doctor blames herself. Um, just a matter of how it all how it's all going to happen in that scene. Like it's just a lot that's got to happen. Yeah, um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, but yeah, I think good good planning for this episode. Yeah, I quite like maybe one of the last lines of the film being "I have to have hope" as well. I think that should be the last line of the film. Yeah, I was going to say that, but I didn't know if you'd agree. I think that should be the last line. I really like that. And I think, like you said, I think that's been really good planning, because I think now we can go to the next episode 
and plan scene by scene and really be able to expand on that now we've got that kind of baseline there. Yep, possibly. Well, it's still a very difficult act it's, to well, no, figure yeah, out gonna, in terms of It's going to take a lot structure. longer than our other acts, I think. Yeah. Um, and I, but I think that's a good thing. But, you know, it's good that we got there in the end. It's what, it's what discussion does. It's what, you know, collabor- collaborative planning does is you get to bounce ideas off of each other and settle on the the final thing yeah and i'm and very i'm very good at talking to people about things and then figuring it out as i'm talking about oh, it 100 like, percent, yeah sometimes you need someone else to just hear you you know what i mean like well, it no, isn't you, even a matter you, of you genuinely sometimes just need someone to go yeah and like listen and just go yep yep i get that some, yep. like sometimes we're planning it's weird isn't it because it's like sometimes you don't need them to say anything sometimes you'll just say it out loud to them and you figure it out yourself yeah <laughs> Like, I recently was like, I don't know what to do with my new blog posts. Um, and I was talking to someone. And as I was writing the message to them, I was like, oh, my God, I just figured it out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, I even wrote that because I wrote out my entire thought process. And at the end of the message, I was like, and actually writing this, I just figured it out. <laughs> yeah. I think. I and think... it was. It works. Like, just having just a springboard. Just for. Because even. The thing is, it's different. If I was sitting here talking out loud to myself, I don't think I'd figure it all out. No, it's definitely. I definitely it's think a weird, it's with someone that it, it's a weird phenomenon. I think that yeah, happens. I agree. When with collaborative writing, um, or even not collaborative, sometimes when it's just one person talking about it. Like I've had that happen with you a few times, where I've just been saying something and been like, "Oh, now I figured it out." <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, you have. Oh, it's mad. I love writing. Sometimes I hate it because it's so frustrating, but I love every part. I love every aspect of writing. Yeah, it's great. I've really enjoyed this process so far as well. Oh, well, I think I'm really good at fan fiction as well. I think <laughs> you are. Yeah, fucking hell. I can't even write anything original. Fuck, I'm never gonna be a filmmaker because I can't write anything original. <laughs> Don't think like that. Nah. People have made fan films. Have gone on to make movies. Yeah. Exactly. Repurpose this as a script for something else completely. Even though it would, it, it's really, it's really rooted in Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really happy with how this. Yep, it's going well. Going well. Well, um, that's an episode. Yeah, I think it is. Because it's been, it's nearly four o'clock. Yes, it is. So that's gone well. We fit it all in. <laughs> well, uh, as always, we thank you so, so much for listening to our thoughts. What do you think of these kind of act, third act plan as we have it at the moment? Do you kind of like where it's going? Do you have any suggestions? Anything when we go scene by scene to help us kind of expand on it we would love to hear from you we are on all forms of social media two smoking microphones pretty much everywhere um you can, we've also got an email address two smoking microphones podcast at gmail.com please email in please message us let us know you can ask us questions absolutely anything you want we'd love to we'd love to hear from you um we also have separate twitter accounts personal twitter accounts um that you can also follow us at so connor's is at connor jordan underscore 96 and mine is Harry Young Edits as well. Um, but yeah, unless there's any anything further you wish to add, Connor? Um, not really. Um, look, listen to the bonus podcast we're going to be releasing later in the week. We've just recorded it. You'll find out what it is when you listen to it. Yep. Even though it'll also be in the title. But it's also <laughs> a lot of fun as well. Um, yeah, it's just a nice little thing. I think it'll get better as it goes on in terms of structure. Uh, and we maybe talked about some things a little longer early on that yeah. we will scale back on. Uh, but in this podcast, it's so weird to think we're in the third act, but we've still got a long way to go. We do, but we're getting there. And uh, we are, it's really exciting and we're loving every second of it. And we cannot wait to to keep going. But, um, mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Yeah. I'm also just looking forward to trying more more ideas out in the future with this podcast. Yeah, I am as well. It's like be really good fun. when we once we move on from Doctor Who, it's because I it feels like we're just a Doctor Who podcast at this point. But no, but to be fair, I think we at the at, at least at the current moment it feels like we are. Yeah, yeah. And I think maybe we I also do a like thing that. Sorry, you go first. I'll say I like that idea of um, if we do carry on doing it in this this if the podcast goes forward in this way, um, it being a different thing every now and then. It's like each season could have a different group of people listening. Yeah. Some yeah. people would listen because they like us. Some people would listen because they're like, oh, I want to listen to this Doctor Who thing. Oh, I want to listen to this Fast and Furious thing. You know, kind of whatever we do. 
Maybe. I also like an idea of a season where it might be each episode is maybe not a film, but each episode is a different thing, like just a different idea or a different. Oh, I'd love. Yeah, I'd, I'd buy. I'd buy into that. Yeah, we expand it per episode, and that'll be it. It'll just be like a one shot. I like that idea as yeah. well. I also look, like, look forward to. Variety. I look forward to a possible future of people being able to suggest things we could do, like yeah, same. audience audience suggestions, recommend like you know, that'd be cool. That'd be um, sick. But we'll see what happens as the podcast moves forward because I feel like it, it could. There's a lot more that can happen here. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. We're only just like, on the some of the things we've talked about. We're only at the start, I think. And the idea of getting in person again to try and do stuff related to the podcast. It's gonna be very exciting. Hopefully we'll do. We'll be all right. We'll be good. We'll be fine. Yeah. Well, look, look. It's just the start of the two smart microphones, podcast brand, thing universe. Fuck it. Um. And also, Cineworld sponsor us. <laughs> but we. I'm, 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 I was so almost the other day. I was like, just be like, at, as a joke tweet, just be like, at Cineworld, you should. You should totally sponsor my podcast. <laughs> I'll literally tweet that after the show. Happily. No, don't, because I feel like we need we need to clean up our act a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, we're still just so. I think we're. I don't know. We're not. We're not very professional, but who is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck professionalism. We're gonna lose our jobs. I hope not. I'd hate to get into an interview one day and be like, I listened to your podcast, and I'll be like, Oh no. <laughs> it does scare me sometimes. I ain't gonna lie, but. I'm yeah, not gonna at least, who at, I least am. at least like the recent this season's been like quite straightforward in terms of we're writing a movie, we're just having a lot of fun writing a film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we're not hurting anybody. We've said some dumb things, <laughs> but who doesn't? Yeah, yeah. Hope we don't get cancelled, even though we're not even on to be cancelled. We're not uh, in syndication yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Could we be cancelled when we're not even in syndication? <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful week and we'll see you on the bonus episode and then we will also see you next week. Yep. Bye. Have a nice time. <laughs>